Anybody here this morning uh, wearing something that they got for Christmas? Raise your hand. Yeah, yeah. Well, me? You? Yeah. I hope everybody notices this new tie. I got it for Christmas. I begged and begged for a yellow tie so I could be like, uh, I won't mention his name, but his initials are Terry Thompson. And, uh, <laughs> So anyway, we, I, hope, I hope everybody has had a good Christmas, and uh, it's just a delight to welcome all of you here to our, our worship service this morning. I'd like to base uh, my thoughts with you this morning on the last verse of today's gospel, one we know so well. And the Word became flesh, and uh, dwelt among us, lived among us. And we have beheld His glory, the glory as of the only Son, who came from the Father, full of grace and truth, full of grace and truth. Let's pray. Our Heavenly Father, we're so grateful, Lord, to you for the chance that we have to be together even on this Sunday morning, Father, to, uh, to uh, sing your praises and to hear the old songs of Christmas. But above all, Lord, we're, we're here simply to celebrate your birth, that you came into our world, that the Word of God, the living, active Word of God, became one of us, lived among us, and became our Savior. Heavenly Father, we invite you, uh, Lord, now into our, this time together, and I, I pray, O oh God, that the words of my mouth and the meditation of our hearts together might be acceptable in your sight, our, our rock and our Redeemer. Amen. There's an old story uh, told about a famous, world-known French a symphony conductor uh, who was uh, driving uh, out uh, late at night with his wife and uh, they, they realized that they were getting uh, too tired to uh, drive all the way home and uh, so they pulled into a motel. <coughs> Excuse me. They went up to the desk and asked uh, for a room for the night and the uh, uh, young lady behind the desk, uh, the clerk, was sort of terse and said, no, we don't, we're, we're full up. We don't have anything. Uh, you'll have to look elsewhere. Just at that moment, there was another young lady there who uh, went over and whispered in her ear, and she said and, t- and told her who this person was, uh, the uh, this world famous conductor. All of a sudden, the clerk behind the desk she began to smile, and she said, "Oh, sir, I think that uh, we can certainly accommodate you." Uh, I didn't realize that you were somebody. I didn't realize you were somebody. It seems to me to be kind of tragic, is it not? (sighs) To be in the presence of greatness and not know it. To come to this house of worship on a regular basis and, and to be in the presence of Almighty God. It's His promise that where two or three are gathered, he is there among us. And so uh, it's, it's, it's tragic to be in, in the presence of God and not know it, that his love and his grace and his mercy surround you, but somehow we don't connect. There, um, one of the uh, most tragic uh, verses in all of Scripture, really, is one that we just read this morning. 
He came to his own. He made the, he made the world, John tells us. He made everything. He be, he became, Jesus became the Word of God. He had made everything. Everything belongs to him. And yet it says, he came to his own people. And his own people didn't know him. His own people did not recognize him or receive him. Last night, uh, Chad sang for us, Sweet Little Jesus Boy. Sweet Little Jesus Boy. They made you be born in a manger. Didn't know you came to save us, Lord, to take our sin away. Our eyes was blind. We couldn't see. We didn't know who you was. Oh Lord, we didn't know you were someone. Every one of us uh, in this room today needs a someone. We all, uh, uh, sometimes we think we're kind of cussedly independent, you know, and we don't need anybody. But everyone in this room needs someone to love and someone to love them no matter who they are, warts and all, we need someone to love us. And we thank God this morning that God does indeed uh, raise up people for us to love us as we are. And what a joy that is. But there are, uh, there are others uh, uh, not so good, not so nice. We, uh, as, as, uh, as we celebrate those around us, those that support us and, and love us the way they, they are. We also, at Christmas time, can feel that attitude of, of sadness, as Kurt talked about last night, when loved ones have been taken from us. This may be a difficult, crushing year for many people who have lost the ones they love, the ones that celebrated their silly little Christmas traditions around the Christmas tree. We acknowledge that it is Christmas that often multiplies our sorrows. It is Christmas time when we feel uh, sometimes the most sad. Uh, because of those who have been taken from us. But the message of Christmas is that there is someone who has come to love us the way we are, warts and all. And he came and, and lived among us, sent from the Father's throne itself to love us and to be our God. And to, and to be all that we need today. And I believe that that special someone looks us straight in the eye, not with anger, maybe with a little tear in his eye that we've been away too long. But the look in the eyes of Jesus are, is grace, abundant, grace, overflowing, love, for us more than we ever deserved. 
That's the kind of love that we need today. The kind of love that we hunger for. It's the kind of love that Jesus came to bring to you and to me. Years ago, uh, Queen Victoria, while she was Queen of England, would often uh, summer vacation at uh, her residence in Balmoral Castle. And uh, quite often during the summer, she would put on a normal kind of ordinary garb and she would walk down the back country roads and uh, she would uh, get, enjoy the, the ambiance and the surroundings and, and the smells of the outdoors and so on. And One afternoon, however, she uh, was out walking uh, in her plain, ordinary clothes, and <clears throat> uh, it started to rain, started to rain. And, and uh, so she ran to a small cottage in the light in the window, although it was still daylight. And uh, she knocked on the door, and there was an old, uh, crusty lady that knocked on the, that came to the door, and she said, oh, it's, it's raining outside. She didn't identify, the queen did not identify herself, but she said, it's raining, and uh, I was wondering if I could borrow an umbrella uh, so that I can get back home. And, uh, and the lady said, uh, well, I don't know. I got two. I got two umbrellas. One is, an, one is a, a, a brand new one, and I've only used it once or twice. I won't give that away. I'm afraid I might not get it back. And the other, she said, was an old uh, worn-out umbrella with a spike sticking out, and she said, here, uh, you, can, you can borrow this one. And so the queen thanked her, and uh, she left. And you can imagine the woman's shock the next morning when a, a, a servant from the castle came and returned the umbrella with a note saying, thank you, this umbrella has served me well, signed, Victoria, Queen of England. And you can imagine the response of that woman. And, that, and, she's, and uh, she went on, this, this old woman sat down, and with her, her head in her hands, she said, Ah, if only I had known. If only I had known. Sweet little Jesus boy. We didn't know who you was. Didn't know you came to save us, Lord. Didn't know you didn't know you came to love us. Our eyes was blind. We couldn't see. We didn't know who you was. Oh Lord, if only we had known you were special. Christmas is not so much about uh, giving God your best. It is about giving God your heart, ah, and the best will follow. We don't want anyone in this room to come to the end of their life and to say, oh, if only I had known, if only I had known that the Word of God became flesh and dwelt among us for me. If only I had known that, uh, <clears throat> that uh, 
my someone, my Savior, lived the perfect life for me. If only I had known that he died on the cross for me. If only I had known that, uh, that he had risen again for me. Oh, if only I had known that this someone, Jesus Christ, stands at the door of my heart and invites me to come in, invite, as we invite him to come in, and, uh, and to fill us with more peace and more joy and more wholeness than anything in this world can bring. Has not God placed within our hearts a longing for him? Someone said that there is a God-shaped vacuum, you know, in every heart, and our hearts are restless until they find their rest in him. The question is, can I, will I, surrender my heart and my life to him who came at Christmas time to be my Savior? For you, this day is born in the city of David, the Savior, who is Christ the Lord. Oh, wow. Story is told of uh, one more story to share with you this morning, and that's of uh, one. Of, it's just about my all-time favorite story, and I'm going to share it with you this morning. The story is uh, was originated uh, was written uh, in the beginning by uh, Ernest Hemingway. Uh, maybe some of you have heard this over the years, but the story that Ernest Hemingway tells is that uh, of a young of a of a father, middle-aged father. A uh, Spanish father lived in lived in Spain, and and uh, his uh, son uh, he had had a, a rift with his with his oldest son, and and uh, this, they had had an argument, and so the son packed up his belongings and ran away to uh, Madrid, and the father, of course, is absolutely broken-hearted. And so the father decides to take out an ad in the, in the uh, it's called the El Liberal uh, newspaper out of Madrid. <coughs> and the ad said, Paco, meet me at Hotel Montoya Tuesday at noon. All is forgiven. And so the, the Spanish father goes to uh, the square by the Hotel Montoya on Tuesday at noon. And to his surprise, there are 800 <laughs> young men, all named Paco, <clears throat> looking for their father. That's the craving, huh? Isn't that the craving that our God, our Heavenly Father, has to be in a relationship with you on a daily day, day basis, celebrating time with you, loving you, embracing you. And you know what? I, I kind of think, I kind of think that uh, God has taken out an ad in in uh, in His uh, Good News newspaper, 
And the good newspaper says, Tom, or whatever your name is, Tom, I, I want a relationship with you. I want, I want you home with me where you belong. And Jesus is saying to you and to me, Tom, or whatever your name is, I want you to come home. I want to meet you in your heart of hearts where all the broken places are. And you will find a peace and I will bring to you a joy that this world cannot bring. That's the good news of Christmas. It's here for each of us. God loves you and so do we. And uh, Merry Christmas. Amen? Amen. Merry Christmas to you.